Hey, what's up, guys? Jack here. Uh, I've already received a ton of feedback on what I am learning about right now, what I am reading in terms of helping me on my journey to top flight performance. And today I thought I would share with you a passage from one of my favorite books and talk to you a little bit about the importance of why I read so much and why that is advantageous and why it is so advantageous comparatively to what you're not taking in. So this, this is my theory. This is, just, this is just my opinion on it. But for thousands of years, as human beings, he who had the information, he who had the knowledge, had the power. They had the control. They had the ability to figure out what tools to use to to grow food and to win wars. And he who had the knowledge, he who had the information is one who had the power. Because of the internet, because of the smartphone, because of our brain's craving to always know what is going on, now I think it's different. I think he or she who has the right information and does not let any of the other information that gets bombarded at them every day is the person that has the power, right? I was had a podcast with a former NFL basketball player. Yes, uh, excuse me, NFL fo- NFL, eh. former NBA basketball player Craig Smith on yesterday, and he talked about growing up in in West LA and how it's different now with high school basketball players he sees in West LA where it's hard for them to keep focused because they're always on their phone. Average American spends, or average American checks their phone over 100 times a day. And there is a variety of reasons why that affects you from being at top flight performance. Number one is Mihai Cheek sent Mihai. He's this guy who originally came up with this concept of flow or whenever i hear it talked about i think it's it's, it sounds kind of woo woo where time stops and you just for focusing one on what you're doing whatever you want to call it uh, being in the zone pink is one of my favorite music artists she, she has this song recently where she talks about everyone's just trying to find that feeling right in life that feeling is flow and what mihai cheek sent mihai says is that when we're doing something when we're training for something, when we're doing our sport, when we're doing our craft and we're, we're going all in and practicing to get better or performing, when we get distracted, like if we check a text message or if we check a video on YouTube or something like that, it takes 15 minutes to get back into the level of focus and level of training that we were doing before we had that interruption. And consider how most people are in terms of how often they check their phone. That means most people aren't getting into peak production, peak performance, uh, peak flow, um, really getting better at their craft. Most people aren't even, aren't even getting in there because they're checking their phone every 15 minutes. So that's part of my theory on that. Now it's not about what information we have and receive. It's about controlling information. It's about controlling inputs. How many inputs are you bringing into your 
head every day and what are those inputs. Okay, if you look at evolutionary psychology, the human brain takes in more inputs now in like a couple days or something than it did in an entire lifetime. And in the millions of years of our evolutionary history, our brain hasn't evolved to handle that. So that is going to affect some things in a very negative way. And how does this come back to the importance of reading what I read about and kind of to bring it all back together? I think it's, it's all relative because I am very selective in the inputs that I bring into my head. I'm very cognizant of the fact that having all this information, having all this stimulation affects my brain, affects my performance. Um, something I prioritize with my two boys, ages nine and six, is, is it's been a battle from jump, and it is one of those battles that I will go to war on with them to now we're at the point where it's just limit. It used to be not none whatsoever in terms of screen time because it fractures attention. And that's another thing Mihai Cheek sent Mihai. This guy, again, the kind of the guru in the concept of flow, peak performance, top flight performance does not happen without flow. He talks about that our ability to put our attention where we want, when we want, determines the quality of our life. And the amount of inputs that we take in every day fractures our attention, which hurts the quality of our life. And I am, I love technology. I love learning. I love having access to, there's, there's ask me hands down, it's, it's unequivocal. There's no better time to live in human history than 2018. But we need to be aware that if we really want to make a full impact on the world, maximize our performance, get after it, then we need to we need to not be a slave to the technology, but use it as a tool. And to use it as a tool, we must limit inputs. Okay, went on a tangent there again. But how that comes back to reading is that I'm very selective in the inputs that I put into my mind. And that means instead of scrolling through news feeds, scrolling through search engines, scrolling through social media, what I'm gonna do is I wanna spend that time in one book, credible book, and get my knowledge and my information that I want to use to advance myself and get my power through what I find is a credible source. And there's a couple benefits, I believe, for that. First, a couple tips on, on reading. I've been reading a lot for, for a long time. One, you don't have to finish a book. So I'm actually on a run right now where I've gotten like nine books from Amazon in the last five days, and I haven't finished any of them. So um, that's something that we get ingrained in our brain in school is that we have to finish a book for some reason. No, you don't have to finish a book. If it's not a very good book, then don't finish it. And what I try and do is I'll just try to get fun. Once I see it's not going anywhere, which only takes me about 10 minutes to realize, then I quickly look for one piece of wisdom, write down that piece of wisdom, and move on. And second piece of reading uh, advice that I have for you today. Again, I have received a lot of questions about this since the podcast recently started. Is to go back to the books that have really worked for you, that really do work. So, like I said, I have I've got nine books from Amazon in the last five days. I swear to God, it's driving me crazy. All nine of them, not that good. 
but I've still been able to to get my reading in because uh, I have about 50, 60, 70 books at this point where I can go back to. I've read these eight, nine, ten times where it's, they're so good, and each time I go back to them, I'm at a different point in my life where I can take something different from them or I can just get re-ingrained in my brain in terms of fundamentals of what I need to apply that they really work. So ones that really work for you, go back to it, okay? And then I read paperback, I read, listen to Audible, I do Kindle, and I read fast. I've taken speed reading courses. I listen to my Audible, and now I'm listening to the audio at 2.5 speed. Uh, whatever, whatever works for you. This is what works for me, you know. I've had guys joke on me about, oh, well, you're not getting anything out of the books or you're not getting anything out of the autobiography listening to it that fast or reading that fast. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> uh, what works for you works for you. What works for me works for me. And again, why reading is so important now more than ever is being selective with your inputs. How many inputs are you checking a day? How many times are you checking your your cell phone a day this is a key part of top flight performance in 2018 hands down it's 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 a this isn't some like well yeah this will maybe you could do this too and just like your nutrition and your training this will help no this is a mission critical component you cannot be at top flight performance while at the same time checking your phone 100 times a day taking in all kinds of information and it just doesn't work like that. And you just got to figure out what works for you. Now, I train football players for a living. I coach track. I don't watch sports. And there's nothing, there's nothing against watching an NFL football game or going down the street and watching a, a, a Golden State Warrior game in the Coliseum. But I'm just selective of my inputs, right? So I look at that as where my time could be spent if I want to get an input on that. Instead of entertainment, I could use that to educate myself, right? If I really did want to watch some football today, then I could watch it in some sort of uh, regimented film study rather than going and watching a, a Raider game as entertainment. I don't watch movies. I can't remember the last movie I watched. Um, and again, nothing against movies. A lot of people learn more from seeing a movie or a documentary than they do for a, a book. So all props to you, but just in terms of how I learn, I don't learn that way. I learn through, through reading, listening, and then actually doing. So these are just a couple examples of what I do to, to limit my inputs. And I suggest that you potentially try out a couple different strategies you can use as well to limit your inputs because it affects our performance. All right. So what I'm going to start doing, we're going to, I want to see how the feedback goes starting with this episode here, but I'm going to start just reading some passages from my favorite books and kind of my 50, 60, 70 all time favorites, give my take on them. And we will go from there. Um, I really appreciate the love we have gotten on the podcast so far. This is going to be episode eight or nine. But please keep the five-star reviews coming because what that does is that gets 
the podcast out in front of more people, which in turn gets more listeners, which in turn provides more resources to uh, my guys at Castlemont. And if you don't know the backstory about the, the football and track athletes that I coach at a school in East Oakland, great, honorable young men, but I'm trying to get them to top flight performance. And right now they're in complete survival mode. Most of the guys that come to our come to practice, they haven't eaten yet today. So what we're trying to do with this is I'm trying to set up a platform, use my background in marketing and branding and performance to bring value to you. And at the same time, you honorable, courageous, virtuous listeners can help support me and my mission and my plan and help get these guys fed so then they can get fully optimized to get up to them up to top flight performance. And this idea of limited inputs, uh, this is something I talk with them about as well because 2018, you cannot talk about performance without talking talking about limiting inputs. You just can't do it. It's it is it is it. It really is it at this point. Along with your nutrition, along with your training, along with your coaches, it's a piece of it. Okay? All right. So, I'm going to read to you a passage from Mark Owen, who is a former Navy SEAL. The book is called No Hero: The Evolution of a Navy SEAL. And I don't know how many books I've read on special operations over the years, at least over 100. And the uh, reason I do that is because these guys are courageous men who the government has invested millions of dollars to help them be at top flight performance, create high-performance teams. And no, in many cases, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. Look where people have spent millions of dollars in your field, see what they're doing. And add your own little twist on it, and and you're rolling, okay. And this book, No Hero, out of all those hundred plus books I've read in the special operations community, this is one of the first ones I've read, and hands down, it's one of the best in terms of just so clear in his messaging. And so the guy who did over 400 combat operations, you could tell he had achieved mastery in his craft, and he writes so clearly. The stories are so powerful easy to understand, easy to apply, yet life-changing in terms of the wisdom that they bring in terms of applying uh, top-flight performance and helping you maximize your potential in pressure situations and in your discipline, sport, craft, whatever that is. Okay, so we're going to read a passage here, and we will go from there. Mark Owen, quote, the SEAL community has a saying that each team member has to be able to shoot, move, and communicate. Being able to shoot means having the tactical skills needed to fire your gun safely and effectively. Moving refers to how you work as a team and how effectively and tactically you move around the battlefield. Communicating is all about speaking clearly and effectively so your teammates know what you're doing. After years of working so closely together, we can move and react almost seamlessly in a combat situation. We look for SEALs who not only master those skills, but fit into our team. I never worried about guys on target. They knew what to do when the bullets started flying. 
My biggest leadership challenge was mentoring and teaching them what to do back in the team room. End quote. Mark Owen. Shoot, move, and communicate. And in combat, Owen refers the ability to shoot, to be able to fire, fire your gun safely and effectively. Move, how effectively and tactically you move around the battlefield. And communicate, speaking clearly and effectively so your teammates know what you're doing. And the reason this passion stands out to me and why I'm sharing it with you today is because no matter what your sport, no matter what your discipline, no matter what your craft, I believe that you can apply this saying of shoot, move, and communicate to your to what you're doing, and it will have a benefit. So the way I communicate this on the football field with our Castlemont players is that you have to be able to hit, move, and communicate. And the way I define hit is that you need to be able to tackle and block safely and effectively. Move. You need to be able to move around the football field this is big, powerful men moving in a small space. You need to be able to move quickly and effectively, be slippery, and also this idea of alignment and assignment. Know your alignment. Know your assignment. Know how you're setting up and know where you need to go. Right? Average football plays between four to six seconds. Pretty much every play, you start at a point A, it's your responsibility to get to point B as fast as possible. Alignment and assignment is how I communicate to them in terms of move. And communicate is be able to communicate so all players on your team know what you are doing at all times. And this is a series out of... Out of all three of these for the Castlemont football team, this is the most serious challenge that we are facing. And I think part of it has to do with the amount of time these guys spend on their phone growing up in that generation where they do not know how to communicate with each other. And just like in combat, football, if you're going out into battle with your teammates, they need to know what you're doing and why you're doing it to be able to effectively and maximize what they're doing and why they're doing what they're doing to counter what you're doing or to synergize with what you're doing and communicate. You got it. You got it. You're the man next to you needs to know what you're doing and why you're doing that. So in football, we talk about hit, move, and communicate. And, you know, this is something that I do with my wife is shoot, move, and communicate. Shoot, to be able to communicate with my wife in a safe and effective manner. And this is something that I have, that it's, it's a battle for me. I, I love my wife more than anything, but sometimes it's just she's the one that for some reason I, I'm not conscious about in terms of of how I treat her compared to guys I coach or business partners that I deal with throughout the day. And that's just, again, the brain doing its thing of 
it, of it feeling safe and comfortable, right? So it can it can let the guard down a little bit. So I use that term shoot of don't shoot off my own, own left foot here in terms of how I am communi com communicating with her. Moving. For us, moving with her and my two boys, and we live in an apartment, is when everyone is home to where everyone is flowing and moving well with each other and in the interactions that we have throughout this small space, they're positive, they're enthusiastic, and yes, every each person in the house has got their own agenda, but we're not stepping on our own toes, we're being supportive. And communicate is something with my wife where this is something I'm working on right now is she knows what I'm doing and why I'm doing it at all times. And not like checking in, but just kind of overall my plan for the day, my plan for the week, long-term goals that I'm trying to hit for the month and year. She knows what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and how she can be supportive of it. And whether you're married or not, this concept of shoot, move, and communicate can apply to all of your relationships as well in that these are things that the other person's always going to, the more communication you have on what you're doing and why you're doing it if with a fellow team member or someone who wants the same thing that you're going after, the better. To be able to do your sport, craft, whatever it is you're doing safely and effectively always is a key component. And to be able just to move well, work with grace, keep your emotions under control, stay on top of it, right? Shoot, move, and communicate. This is really how I apply it to, to my life, is that how I apply it to my football team, how I apply it to my my family right now, I mean, other than, you know, a few business partners, I mean, this, this, this is kind of how I spend my time. If I'm not at Castlemont, I'm with, I'm with my wife and boys. I'm a very hands-on, hands-on dad. A lot of times they're up there with me. So this is how uh, shoot, move, and communicate applies with me. I would love to hear how you can apply this saying of shoot, move, and communicate to help your team, to help your relationships get up to top flight performance. Comment, you can message me. And also, let me know what you are doing in terms of reducing inputs. Reducing inputs, so important in terms of focus, in terms of getting into flow. Remember what Mihai Cheek sent Mihai said, a couple very important things to talk, take away from today he said that our ability to put our attention where we want when we want determines the quality of our life and when we are in a flow state top flight performance does not happen unless you are in a flow state it's a feeling that we all want as pink says artist pink then if we step out of that flow state to check our phone or to check our tablet or to take a call, it takes at least 15 minutes to get back into the level of training, the level of focus that we had before. So better off just put that phone off, 
put it in airplane. All right. So I'm about to go get in an ice bath, prioritize my recovery, meditate for about 30 minutes, shut down all inputs, and that's where I'm headed. Inputs, again, 2018, for thousands of years as human beings, power and status and moving up in the ranks of your whatever it is that you did was based on the information you had. Now it's different. It's based on being able to control the amount of information you take in and what kind of information you take in. Okay, so I'm going to weave the link for No Hero in the podcast notes. Absolutely recommend it. I'm probably going to go back to this book a couple times as we move forward on these short series, these short episodes. And, oh, again, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. You guys have been absolutely generous in terms of doing that so far. Keep it up. It's so helpful in terms of getting our Castlemont players out of survival mode in the top flight performance mode. And I will talk to you soon. Appreciate you.